So here's a question for you. Underneath all that fur that Chewbacca has, do you think he has like a human type dick or one of those Red Rover ones that dogs have? I only ask because George Lucas won't reply to my emails. <laughs> I I like the idea of a Red Rover one. Yeah. Only because I really like the idea of fucking, like they're kind of cruising along at hyperspeed and like Han Solo's got him on his back and he's rubbing <laughs> his belly and he's rubbing his belly and then it gets really awkward when this little red Chewbacca just, lipstick pops out. Pops up like that. Yeah. It's like, hit the hyperdrive. Oh, no, no that's your dick. That's, that's not what I meant. No. That's weird. Hello. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Pixel Prep, episode 33, a.k.a. Streets of Rage 2. Whoa! I've decided that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just randomly stick a retro game in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and Re Streets of Rage 2 was probably the best one. I love Streets of Rage 2. It was brilliant. I did like the characters in 3, though, because it got more and more balmy. You looking forward to the new one? Yeah, I wasn't, it's, it's Axel and Blaze, isn't it? Those are the two. Yeah, I wasn't at first, because I was like, oh, another retro game. Mm -hmm. Dull. Then I realised who it was done by, the same people who did the remake of Wonder Boy into Dragon's Trap. Loved how that game looked. Now, slightly turned on by it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, right, so, I'm Craig. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. I'm glad he's, you're okay. He's Handsome Craig. I'm, I'm Handsome, Handsome Craig. And I'm Stuttering Slinger. Stuttering <laughs> Slinger. No, I, Sexy Slinger. So I like that even better. Sexy Slinger. Handsome Craig. People always ask me, why am I so sexy? I just say, God owed me a favour. For <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, you have to take it up with him. That fucking neighbour downstairs. I sorted that motherfucker out. Bitch slapped his ass. <laughs> anyway... After uh, that high note. That was, that was <laughs> well, kind of one of the weirdest intros. Uh, so yeah, hi, it's Broad, it's Slinger. How the fuck are you guys doing? Before you answer though, well, let's just give a quick shout out to this week's contributors. It was very last minute, but we want to say thank you to these guys. At GameDadVII, aka GameDad7. At Solm67, S-O-L-M-6-7. And at GameOverYouSuck. Um, all one word absolutely brilliant thank you very much guys for writing in to us thank you we will get to your questions in a little bit before we move forwards though we're going to sit here in the present and talk about what the fuck we've been up to Slinger shall I go first what have you been doing well I've been going up an ice wall yeah yes fuck. I went ice climbing yeah it was fucking hard John snowed your ass up the I wall I totally did I've got my ass up there and banged my auntie like no tomorrow <laughs> it was you know how we do bouldering? Spoilers. I know, right? <laughs> to be fair, though, if you've been on the internet, you know how Game of Thrones yeah. ends. Um, so, yeah, we, as you all know, we go bouldering. We like it. Mm. Although, saying that, we do indoor bouldering because we like comfort. And safety. And, and bouncy floors. There's only so much bone breakage you can do from two stories high. Hell yes. And also onto a big, massive crash mat as well. Exactly. So, I did ice climbing, which is surprisingly knackering. Oh. I did think it was going to be a bit tough, don't get me wrong, yep. but I always thought the hardest bit about it would be using the ice picks. Mm. So you've got your two big ice picks, chuck them up, like that, yep. and then you obviously you pull yourself up. Now the hardest bit is actually your shoes, because you've got your big ass spikes on them, so yep. kind of like with X-22, you've got the claws coming out your feet, yep. kind of like that. Uh, but as soon as you tilt your heels up, as you would do to stretch, like we do when we do our bouldering, yeah, yeah, your grip goes. You've got to keep the weight on your heels the whole time, so you've got to keep your feet flat 
as you're trying to climb up the right. wall. Because I take it as it comes, it kind of hooks upwards if you press oh, yeah. if you down go, at the back. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, no, I can see why that would the weight The weight goes through your heels, therefore it keeps the spikes into the wall. Yeah. As soon as you tilt yourself up, as in you're going up into your toes, the spikes come out because it's cutting up into the ice. Yeah. And yeah, I fell off it many times. That's weird though, because it's it's unlearning what you know. Oh God, yeah, because so far, you know, when we do our bouldering, we go up the walls, we, tap, we go up onto our tiptoes, we can't reach a certain point, we get our asses up there. Yeah. Which, it's a lot more, what's the word? Versatile. Exactly, yeah. And plus we can also, you know, boost our way up, can't we? So mm-hmm. if there's a point where it's a little bit too high, we've done it, you know, you've done it a few times yourself, have to kind of like get down a bit and then whoosh up you go yeah so that's what i've been up to also game wise i've just been playing sakuro still i know i've been playing that an awful lot but i think that's okay i'm still on fucking nino kuni then again it's okay i think when we're playing was it action rpgs or rpgs yeah sorry guys you're gonna have to listen to us bang on about playing the same game no no i for a long fucking time i'm actually gonna pull it up because I basically decided I'm going to get the platinum on that game. Mm. And that was a bad idea. All right. And the only reason that was a bad idea is because... There was some insane collector task. Yeah. Well, no. Like, for the most part, they're not too bad. But there are two in particular. All right. So through the main game itself, bearing in mind that there are three SKUs of uh, DLC, yep. which mean that... As a whole, I'm only 58% in, but for the main game, I'm 83% there. That's not bad. It's not bad, right. Not so, bad uh, I've got Outstanding, No Stone Unturned, which is awarded for satisfying every higgledy stone on the map. And that basically means you've got to find these random stones and offer them shit. <laughs> say, so that when you say satisfying, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Just rub the stone vigorously. Yeah. You like that, huh? You like that? You satisfied? Um, you fucking satisfied. So I'm going to have to do that before I can then get this next one, which is Higgledy Gaggle, which also sounds <laughs> awful, which is awarded for getting a matching set of Higgledies. This sounds like taking Higgledy satisfaction up to the mm. next level. Uh, weapon Whiz, which is awarded for creating 50 different types of weapon. That sounds like something from Harry Potter as well. Yeah. Armor Ace, uh, which is awarded for creating 50 different types of armor. Yeah. So like those are reasonable things because a lot of the stuff that you want to create, you need materials and resources for. Crafting. And you yeah. get those delivered to you through uh, like the farms and the mining um, kind of depots that you've got in your kingdom anyway. It is just a faff to wait. It's a grind. Um, right. So here are the two that personally I'm a little bit like, oh, fuck. <laughs> God of War. Awarded for overcoming 50 skirmish challenges. I'm on 43. Oh, so he's so close. Some of them, I'm like, piece of piss. Yeah. Not a problem. Because I've had the same team for quite some time. It's a really good team. Yeah. And as a result, they've just up and up and up and up and up in levels. So they're ridiculously strong. The problem is, some of them are like, you have to chase one group of bandits, which you can't always do. So if you end up trying to do that and they get off the screen... That's Even it, though it's fucked. like a level 10 skirmish and yeah. I'm level 50, I still can't catch them. Is that kind of case you need faster characters or... No. No, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a ball lake. It's just a ball lake. I was, I've been having a look at the uh, the online forums and some people are like, oh yeah, it's easy. And I hate that. Other people are like, yeah, no, it took me like 11 attempts. <laughs> the problem is, when you fail an attempt, the skirmish then disappears from the map and comes back later. Oh no. Is Define like... later. Yeah, how is that like a time-based thing or... 
I don't know. So it's not kind of case of like... Do I have to unlock other skirmishes before I can come back? I don't know. Or worse, reload, quit, reload the game. Oh, sod that. The very last one is Dream Big. It's a gold trophy. Only 10% of people that have played Nino Kuni have unlocked this one. <laughs> and it is awarded for surviving 10 Dreamers Doors. I've done nine. So you're one off. The last one is a Dreamers Maze. It has 30 different levels. It is randomly generated, so the door to the next level could appear at any given time. That sounds like bullshit. All of the bad guys there are automatically kind of like scaled up. They're yeah. the toughest random enemies you will find. The danger level continuously increases, which means that as the danger level increases, so too does all their levels. So they go from being level 70 to 73 to 76 do you know what I mean? Yeah, this sounds so more and more bullshit. Like it. Um, and the boss, apparently the guide that I've been having a look at goes, yeah, you need to be level 95. <laughs> I'm on 82. I don't have the fucking time for this. I don't want to grind anymore. So I'm tired of this. I will do it. Mm. I'm just like, oh, I, I needed a bit of a break. Every time I see like a percentage for a trophy as well, I always have a little bit of an eyebrow raise. Because sometimes it's, it's, it's a low percentage because mm. it's tough. And if that's the case, I'll totally get with it. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's like when we played Persona 5, and one of the trophies is get all the cans from the vending machines. And yeah. I think some like either 10 or 20% of people got that, and it's a bronze trophy. The reason why percentage is low is because it's so boring yeah. to do. It's ridiculous. If you, so that's when I see trophies like that, I'm like, ah, it's not. Percentages are always a good thing when the game has been out for about a year. Yeah. Because at that point, the game might have had a sale or something mm. like that. Um, and at that point, you've got a rough idea as to who has gone for the Platinum. Exactly. So when you look at, uh, I think Spider-Man is still less than 10%, but it's like 9.7% of people have unlocked Spider-Man's Platinum. Yeah. But the number of people that must own that particular oh, God, yeah. game. If you're talking, let's say, a million people, 10% of a million is... It's still well, a fuckload yeah. of people. It's a load of people. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that gets me. That's where I'm a little bit like, that's not too bad. When the Platinum is like 100%, but only one person in the world owns that game, Yeah. that means that it's still one person out of 7 billion people. What that's no indication as to how easy that is. <clears throat> what always cracks me up a little bit is, I think it's in Dark Souls 2, mm. you get a trophy for dying. So yeah. it says, like, welcome to Dark Souls. Yeah. 92% of people have got that trophy. I'm like thinking, who are these mutant 8% that have not died on this game? Yeah. Or they just bought it and go, yeah, fuck it. See, what annoys me, like, <laughs> would, would you give up on that? If you managed to get every trophy in that game, barring that one, and it was the only one you needed for a platinum, would you ruin your, I don't know, your life streak as such just for the platinum? I'd probably just take a screenshot of it. Yeah. Just to show that it's there. Yeah. But then probably just jump off a cliff. Because I'd be like, fuck it, I'm done with this now. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. <laughs> so what else? Just Sekiro and ice climbing? Pretty much that's my lot, really. Well, I've been working on a few little bits and bobs of projects. Uh, working on a little comic at the moment, just for my portfolio. Okay. So probably in a month or so that should be done. It's only a little, like... Um, best way to describe a little portfolio builder yeah. so 
would be something like 18 pages long, starring two little characters, one being a superhero Mexican wrestler. Yes. And the other one being a lass called Stargirl, who's basically an intergalactic Lara oh. Croft. Is this Stargirl based on the girl that we know? Yes, because oh, of the like big ass frogy hair that comes out of the helmet. Yeah, yeah. I like that kid. But um, yeah, the um, it's just doing something a bit wacky, just build a portfolio. So that's pretty much been my lot. That's cool, man. Besides from grinding on Nino Kuni, you've no. got something else, haven't you? To be, you've been playing with. Yeah, so I got an early, Not your early dick. Early. <laughs> <laughs> I got an early, early birthday present. Uh, Samantha's gone and bought me a um, mistake. She calls it a mistake. I call it the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It's but, fucking cool. To be fair, though, she can't call it a mistake because, one, she bought it, yeah. and two, she's married to you. And this is it. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the mistake that she's made. Yeah. The big um, one. No, like, she... <laughs> Fuck's sake. Like, shit. I didn't realise it's going to be this costly to get out of it. She did, like, kind of laughed at it. She was like, is this the most expensive mistake I've ever made? I went, no, you married me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was worse. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no. She... <laughs> I bet you were quite smug about that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was proud of that joke. High five! I'm not high fiving that. Cat, high five! <laughs> no, she went and got me the um, the Smash Brothers variant, which is cool. Like I've never played Smash Brothers before. It turns out I suck at Smash Brothers. It is a weird game. It's a very weird game. Like dependent on the direction that you're pressing in when you press a button. Which, if you're like me and you're a bit of a button musher anyway, yeah, that can be a bit of a weird and difficult game. The the funny thing I always find about Smash Bros. games, yeah. it's probably going to get a bit of backlash now from people when I say it's not a fighting game; it's a party game. You see, I I think at my level, yes, it's yeah. a party game. Like I could see me having like yourself, Alex, you know, a couple of people over, sat with a game and just have a crack at it yeah. and have a laugh. I, I cannot figure out how people get to this kind of competitive level with it. I don't know either. I know, it's like, because this, I think it was Evo last year, they had two Smash games there for the, like, the main nine. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, Dragon Ball, Street Fighter. Um, I actually think it might be this year, actually, I mean, they're having two Smash Brothers games. Because now they're having Samurai Showdown, which is coming out soon. Yeah. Also, Mortal Kombat um, 11. 11 or 2. Depends how you look at the font. Yeah. And but for the Smash games, I think they put in like an awful lot of rules to make it fair and balanced. So I think they take away like items, and there's only certain stages you can use, and only certain characters. Presumably. Yeah, because I've been using the shit out of Kirby. Because it turns out he I'm, sucks a lot. I'm really good with Kirby. Yeah, he, he eats the shit right. out of everything. I um, I've, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, it's all right. I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll use Link. I'm sure I've used Link before. No, I'm, I'm shit with Link. And then I was like, oh, fuck it, Pikachu. Like, I, I, I swear I've played Pikachu, like, way back when. My mate Andrew, um, he used to have a Nintendo 64, mm. and I remember him having Smash Bros. on there, and I remember playing with Pikachu on that. And I don't know what was happening, but I remember thinking that it was cool. Bearing in mind that we are talking years and years ago. Yeah. And... No, yeah, you no, suck with I, Pikachu. I, I suck with Pikachu. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Well, I think Kirby is the creator's favourite character. So you yeah. might explain why he's OP. Yeah, he's he's massively OP. And there's a wonderful thing. Like, you get knocked off the edge of the map. Like, Kirby's got this thing where he kind of inhales. And, and he flaps his, <laughs> flaps his arm. So he just kind of, like, 
for as long as you press the jump button, he flies. Yeah, that's slightly OP. Yeah, like, it's, just, like, it's brilliant. Yeah. Then he's got uh, a particular move where if you press down and B, he then turns into like a boulder or a fucking squash rock from Mario or whatever they're called and, and then just kind of drops down on whoever's underneath him. Like, <laughs> So not only did I not die by falling off the edge, I then fucking massively rock teabag whoever was underneath me. I love this game. Have you seen the uh, the DLC for it? I've seen bits. Because right. uh, they got Joker, obviously, for the first DLC. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's also one big, massive patch update they've done as well, where you can create your own levels. Yeah. Have you seen some of the levels that got created? Oh, they're fucking hilarious. It would not surprise me if there were immediately penis stages. Yep. And yep. also sex stages. Yeah. So there was one clip I saw on Twitter... Where it starts off with the camera's quite zoomed in, you've got someone like Link and Fox fighting away. Yep. And then Link kind of like gives Fox a good old smack and he goes across the stage. And as the stage pulls out, you just see this couple fucking each other. <laughs> so you've got this big massive dick just going in and out, in and out. <laughs> and the farmer's like, oh Nintendo, you are the very naive child who think yeah. that no, no one will do anything naughty with this. Yeah. It's like... Um, do you remember when Sony turned around and went, yeah, we don't want to do cross-platform with other groups because we want to make sure that we protect children and all that shit. Yeah. And everyone turned around and went, who protects children better than Nintendo? Like, <laughs> got ah! this. Well, do you, I think there was one in the was it Labo or something like that yeah. where you could scan various objects, create them into like a levels. Yep. So you could kind of like make a racing track, you know, scan your hands or something like that and just end up going up and down, up and down. Yeah. And I remember some like Gabriel Morton putting on Twitter saying... It's only going to be a matter of time, but we're going to get like numerous dick pick levels because everyone's just going to be scanning their junk. Yep. And yeah, I think that happened as well. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I, I kind of think it'd be interesting to try, <laughs> like, say, like, if you had like a create a level in Mario Kart, I don't know if you can. <laughs> Didn't go like, across the tip. Like, yeah, just like as you come to the tip, like, what happens, like? Does dependent on the severity or difficulty of the track depend on whether or not they've got foreskin or Well also as well, we could do That's well, a weird comment. <laughs> you could like have and could put like a little uh, shortcut extra in it as well. So if you're playing some like peach, if you can like go up the shaft in a certain way and then you hit yeah. the tip, obviously it goes <laughs> and explodes. <laughs> you just fly across the yeah, screen exactly. like with confessing and exactly. jizz. <laughs> You land in the you know first place spot with your Mario, and you go up like very slow, and you're not really putting much effort into it. You droop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I depending, like yeah, depending on your level of skill, going up the shaft, and also how you navigate the balls. I like the idea that if you have played this, you have Bowser going up there. You get up there solely because your Tumblr community wants it. <laughs> yes, especially the Tumblr community that follows me. It's very odd, bastards. <laughs> I had, to, I had to totally retweet that. I, um, I've also been playing Mario Odyssey. I went and picked that up from CEX for £35. Nintendo Ooh. games, first party games, are expensive as fuck. And you know what the whole thing is? They do not decrease in price. No. Like, I'm like, oh my god. It's because so, um, well, if you play, if any sort of like uh, AAA game comes out on multiple consoles, yeah. obviously you, you can reduce it because they're trying to get in contact with each other. Yeah. So let's say... Same game comes out on PlayStation and Xbox. Obviously, PlayStation are going to want you to buy that game from them. Yes. So they'll drop their price down. Yep. Nintendo doesn't have to worry about that. You are never going to see Mario on Sony. You're never going to see Link on Xbox or anything like that. No. So Breath of the Wild, which came out how many years ago now? Two? Uh, two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah, same price. 
Same release price. <laughs> it's crazy. You ain't gonna get that. You ain't gonna get that bitch to drop. I do love it though. It's very cool. Woo-hoo! I just um, like, as much as I lo- I want to get things like Breath of the Wild. I want to get things like Yoshi's Crafted World because those look pretty. This is it. Those are the games that interest me. But I'm also like I want games where I can play with other people, oh. and that's where I'm like. I want Mario Kart. Yeah. That's the shit that I want. So Mario Kart, the ultimate way to lose friends and make enemies. Mm. Especially the blue shell. Right. Uh, so we're going to quickly come away and then come back with your great questions for idiots. See you, you soon. Back. Bye. So, Slingerding. Sup. You have got our great questions for idiots this week. Oh, yes. We have got great questions for great idiots. That's us. Yay. So... First one is from our good friend, multi-platform man. Yo, Colin. How are we doing, big dog? I know I can hear you. That's good. <laughs> His question is, what's your guilty pleasure game? Um, oh. Come on, let it rattle in your grey matter. Come uh, on. You see, through. like, uh, I think through. things like Pokemon. Pokemon are my guilty pleasure games because I know they're shit. <laughs> And they're all the fucking same. <laughs> and it's just like, no, oh, there used to be 150 and you had to go and battle eight eight different people to get some to get some badges from them. And so you could go and battle some more people so and that you could be Pokemon God. And then that's you could be the best. Yeah, that's basically all it was. Yeah. Like, until you became the champion and then you just kind of looked at people and went, I'm in charge. I'm going to get my magic cart to bitch slap you. Yeah, like that's... That's kind of all the first one was. And then they kind of carried on doing the same game for 20 years. It is basically the same game with a repaint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've just got like, they've just gone and gone, ah, oh, Pokemon Sun? No, it's not. That's the old one. Sword and Shield. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, look, we're starting with a grass, a water, and fire type. And we'll undoubtedly have to go fight eight fucking bad guys and get their badges and I wonder what the uh, secret mystery Pokemon's going to be will it be Mew 3 yeah do you know what it's it's stupid because there's always some some ridiculous legendary Pokemon that you will of course come across because you are the chosen one yeah but they all just feel ridiculous now because I'm like why? <laughs> like, well, you still enjoy it. Like, um, I remember there was there was one. It was called. It was either called Arceus or Arceus or something like that. I like to call him Arceus because it sounds like a grumpy Pokemon. Is that the big whale? Um, no, it's kind of like a big horse with mm. with a. I don't know what how to describe it. Kind what, of like this? a big golden sunflake. Uh, like snowflakes sticking out of his ass. It's weird. You know what? One day, I hope to God, I managed to get into like, is it Game Freak who developed uh, Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. I hope to get into their like design studio one day just to see their thought process. Yeah. Because I need to see like a big whiteboard with all these different animals and then like a marker pen with like horse plus turtle equals this new yeah. Pokemon. You know, they just got, it's like a mismatch. Watch this one. Well, we're going to put some spikes on the shell and we're going to call it Hurtle. Yeah. Oh, that's a brilliant Pokemon. Actually, shit, oh, that's good. Just, that works. Just create a Pokemon, guys. <laughs> that works. Um, Copyright so yeah, Broddle. Pokemon's not Pokemon's not a bad game as such. Mm. There is a reason it is so successful, but it has not shifted a beat in fucking two decades. No. And I'm like, not even. This is, this not is, even when it went 3D as it shifted. The gameplay no. is still the same. And this is it. And I'm a little bit like, I. It's not a bad franchise, but I am. I do feel a little bit like, 
oh, I shouldn't like this because it's it's not changed. Um, someone asked the other day, like, what's you know what game do you want on the 3DS? Explain it with a GIF. I want a Detective Pikachu game. Voiced by Ryan Reynolds. If you could, or Danny DeVito. I would. I would rather you have no voiceover whatsoever if you can't do it and mm-hmm. uh, get the same kind of aesthetic in the writing. Yeah. But I would love. Um, you know, do you remember the Professor Layton games? Yes, I do. You used to go around and solve crimes. Yeah, I'd love that with a Pikachu. Or probably help there actually. <laughs> Pokemon Ranger. And Pokemon Ranger is basically you're a wildlife ranger and you are running around doing certain things by befriending Pokemon. And you've got a particular device that helps you kind of. It sounds a little bit sadistic, actually. You hypnotise Pokemon into becoming your friends and then make them your slave labour up until the point they have completed the job that you need them for and then you tell them to fuck off. You know what? I'm actually... That I can get behind. Yeah. I was, actually, was... I was actually thinking of an evil version of that. You could have two games, Pokemon Ranger and Pokemon Poacher. Yeah. <laughs> where you just go around hunting the shit See, out of Pokemon. Those could be the bad guys. Yeah. But I loved it because you weren't capturing and training up a particular team you were using the different ones that were around you to solve puzzles and try and move forwards. And that, again, that, that was a... Those were the games that I liked. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's my guilty pleasure. Well, I always go against the whole term guilty pleasure because I'm always... I'm one of these people that are quite proud of the shit yeah. I like. I'm like, I don't have a guilty pleasure. I like it. Yeah. It may be wanked to a lot of people, but guess what? I'll enjoy it. Um, I don't feel guilty <laughs> at all. I know, you're drinking a glass of white wine you're in front of me. right I am. Don't worry. Second class. Don't. I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't downed the whole bottle then. Mm. At least you're not drinking a rosé, you big fucking girl. It's Pinot Grigio. <laughs> nice. It is. It's Pinot Grigio. It turns <laughs> out it's actually really quite nice. A nice sharp little Chardonnay. Uh, but um... my guilty pleasure game, I probably actually would say, is Dead or Alive. Oh yes, the oh, fighting no. game. The one with the boob physics. The boob physics. Oh no. Because actually behind the whole boob physics thing, the fighting game, it's actually not that bad. It's actually quite fun to play. Yeah. But it does have that coat of paint of this is for horny young teenagers. Why? Boobs jiggle. Thanks, Japan. Yeah. That's why you've got the fucking beach volleyball <laughs> version of it. I actually oh. do for the Xbox, and guess what? That was actually a bad that wasn't a bad game. <laughs> No, I bet it was. The gambling was alright. It had some really dodgy game mechanics in the sense that after playing the beach volleyball stuff and doing the gambling and doing the poker, doing the poker stuff, yeah. uh, you could do photo mode, which did make you feel really that, dodgy. Right, right, that right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, this isn't a guilty pleasure, this is a pervy pleasure. That's a wank fantasy, that. <laughs> you kind of like look at it and think, oh, think, oh Japan, what are you doing? I know, right? <laughs> it's fucking weird. And we know about weird shit that comes from Japan. We play Persona 5. Oh, no. <laughs> you get nicked for preventing rape. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, Turns that, out there's that more does, to yeah, yeah. That story does flash its ass out a lot, but it was quite funny that in the first opening hour or two, isn't it? You basically get castrated yeah. by every male character and every the female intro. character. Yeah, the intro is basically the first five hours, so somewhere in there is the intro. You just get told that you just help someone from you just help someone from not getting raped. You're going to prison, and you're a shitbag for doing that. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You so yeah, that's your guilty pleasure, Pokemon. And mine was dead or alive with boob physics. With boob jiggle physics. Who's our next? What's our next question? And from who? It's from Game Over. You suck. I like that. Yeah, yeah no, right. That's like playing a uh, from software game. What's up, man? Um, at what point do you think that graphics get in the way of gameplay? 
Easy okay. answer. QTA, quick time events. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. Quick time events, just so that they can display particular scenes. Exactly. I do completely agree. I think that controls the cool, if you catch my drift. Yeah. You ever done like a moment in your game where you go, oh my God, I am like the best right now. Mm. For me, it was um, actually in second row when I was running past that demon of hatred. And yeah. He's pretty much pissing out fireballs left, right and center. Yeah. And I'm dodging every single one of them. And I felt like I was top shit right there. I could not get any harder at that point. It's like when you go. <laughs> it's like when you're fighting against you're the owl. You're talking about the hardness in your pants. Hell yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like when you're fighting against the owl as well. When you've so. managed to get. It's my third joystick. <laughs> <laughs> I need three hands now. Fuck's sake. It's like when you're fighting against the owl, who's one of the toughest bosses in the game as well. Yeah. And you get the timing right. You're like, oh, I've got this so nailed. I'm doing so great. If you QTE that, kind of gets rid of it. It does. There are some where I feel like it's appropriate. God of War has some really good, um, I suppose, button prompt moments mm. is probably the best way to put them um, because it helps continue that really nasty, violent scene, but it it's outside of how you would normally be able to use Kratos. So, for example, you could use the axe, or if you throw the axe, you can punch. Yeah. But those bits where you get to a certain point in the fight where you can grab someone and then rip their head off, you can't do that with normal controls. So that has to be a grab mechanic then mixed with mashing circle to then actually rip the head free from the neck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So Q QTEs can work in certain places. I think one of the ultimate games where graphics go in the way, and this usually happens when any sort of like next-gen mm, game totally pops good. around. And that was Rise of the Robots. Do you remember that one? Uh, no, I don't. Rise of the Robots was a beat-em-up. And that was basically graphics overload. But gameplay, shockingly bad. I'm... It was broken-ass mechanics to the hilt. It came, this is a game that came out during the 16-bit, 32-bit era. And looked, let's say over the time, looked absolutely amazing. People were like, oh my god. Now, this is the fucking future we're looking at here. Played like shit. It was um, not good at all. Slightest. You're trying to look it up, aren't you? I am, yeah. Who yeah. was it? Oh, oh right. There, now you remember. That little uh, blue cyborg character. Yeah, yeah, I see. Oh, no, I can see exactly what you're on about, yeah. Yeah. And I think another game that pretty much got in the way of graf uh, gameplay over graphics is every David Cage game. Oh, I don't know. There are certain things about the David Cage games that I like. Um... I think Heavy Rain's... I was going to say, name them. Heavy, heavy Rain's <laughs> a good game, as far as uh, I've seen and everything. Like It's it's kind of like a Telltale game, yeah. in that you are playing the story, like and those graphics are only there to support the vision, if you will. Same as um, Detroit. I can yeah. see how that, again, is supported by the graphics, because it's only delivering on the vision. But that's not to say that you need realistic graphics to deliver that. God, no. The problem I always find with graphics is next generation make them look shit. Yeah. So what we found was absolutely amazing during the PS2 generation is now wank for PS3. Yeah. What we found was amazing in PS3, actually not that much difference for PS4, I'd say. Um, I think it was um, LinkedIn Legend that shared it on Twitter. I'm just going to have a quick look on our feed because... Oh, the Avengers gift. The Avengers gift, yeah. And that was a really nice... 16-bit Avengers art. Yeah, Link Legend Gaming, sorry. 
Um, and it looks absolutely brilliant. I would play a game with that kind of oh, style. You, you can. Fire up your snares. No, you can. But you get what I mean. Like I would, I would play an Avengers game with yeah. that style. Do you know what I mean? I don't need what I've seen already. Fire a PS3 and play Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like those are the kinds of games that I quite like. This is why I'm liking the Nintendo first party. Um, as nice as the Switch is, yep. it doesn't have the graphical processing power of, say, the PS4. God, no. And you can tell. Yeah. It does not bother me because no. I'm a little fucking fat plumber dude going, woohoo! And you're running around smashing shit up. It's get, fun. And you get to quantumly your ass for T Rex. Yeah. I, I you make like it look that, like really. a fucking Hitler Rex as well. I love that. The little Hitler stash kicking in with a plumber it, hat. It does look bad, to be fair. There, I, there's some really good mechanics to that game. I like it. My question is how the hell is a T Rex going to fix a U bend? Look at his little stubby arms. Probably not very well. Exactly, it's going to be crap. Um, so, yeah, so that's the thing where QTEs are just kind of shoehorned in. Pretty I much. think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Because there are those that work. There's some that work, but a lot of time they're there to control the cool. Um, but I, th I don't think graphics get in the way, but I think when it becomes the focus for the developer, that's when it lets them down. Yeah. What's next? Next is what is the one game that everyone loves but just didn't click for you? I am yet to actually play The Witcher 3. I own it. Horizon Zero Dawn. I own, own it. it. Uh, Persona 5 I've only played part of. So obviously I own it. You actually play some like two-thirds of it, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about 30-odd hours in. Yeah. So dependent on the length of it. Because I know you've got some like Dungeon 4, isn't it? Something like that. Mm. Yeah. Because I think you've only got two left after that. Probably, I tell you what, probably you press the Royal. Then you got Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Everyone raves about it. Everyone raves about it. Like I listen to, a, I listen to kind of funny games daily, mm. and I listen to people like Tim Gettys, and like I love listening to those guys because they have a take on the industry that I will never, you know, I will never reach that kind of level. Me too. We're the casual gamers. This is it. We yeah. do this for fun. Like yeah. that's their livelihood. Yeah, they've got a job. We're just going to sit here and take but a piss out of shit we don't understand. That man in particular is hardcore ride or die Nintendo. Hardcore gamer. I, I just so much hardcore than This you. is it. I just cannot get my head around like why it's so like impressive for people. I'm like whatever. I think for for me now, Smash just seems like the ultimate fan jerk off. It, it feels like, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even understand. Like, I started playing the story mode. I didn't know there was a story mode. Oh, yeah, mode. some like, bizarre-ass, <coughs> massive, lengthy story mode, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And like it was all the Nintendo characters, which was really weird to begin with, yep. all stood on the edge of this cliff, looking at this thing called Galeen or something like that. <laughs> Galeen, by the way... It's a whole bunch of hands, isn't is it? Like, it's a whole bunch of hands. Well, no, his forces are a bunch of hands. <laughs> and Galeen is like eight different really long wings. Okay. And I cannot describe it any other way than that. <laughs> Welcome right. to anime. And that's... And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Because that was the opening intro. They were yeah. like, we've got to defeat this bad guy. I'm like, who is this bad guy? Wings. Who are half of you guys? <laughs> who's this Who's this little fucking kid with the angel wings? It's Kid Icarus. Yeah. But like, for those of us that have never played Kid Icarus, I'm like, the fuck is this? And then you've got Dark Icarus, haven't you? The yeah. The evil version has got dark wings. You've got fucking evil versions of them. And I'm like, why are there evil versions of them? Yeah. I don't understand. It, it doesn't explain anything. So no, personally, Smash Bros can fuck off. <laughs> uh, there's a game that didn't click with me. Sling. It's quite a few games that didn't particularly click with me. I think the first one was probably Uncharted, as in the first Uncharted game. Yeah. 
Um, because I remember when Uncharted 3 came out and I was like getting really like hyped for it, I thought, you know what, I'll go back in time, play the first two games first before I get to pick up the third one. So, yeah. you know, I picked it up on the like platinum hits, so you got two games for one, quite cheap, mm-hmm. like yeah, quits in. Played the first Uncharted, found it to be a real slog more yeah. than anything else. It was not what I call fun. Uncharted 2, yeah, found a bit more fun. Yeah. You know, it was a bit, they've obviously polished the gameplay, polished the cover mechanics, but the first one felt like a right slog. Yeah. That did not, did not like that. Did you, what, what controls did you have? For, did you have to like hold L2 and then use the, was this on the PS3? This on PS3 one, yeah. So did you have to then kind of like angle the... I had to angle it for the uh, grenades, grenades. things, yeah. Yeah, like that was really, like they removed all that shit from yeah. number two. So they, they really found the struggle with what they wanted and then put that in too, but... It just felt like a total slog for the first game. Yeah. second game was a bit more fun. first one felt a bit more of a slog. Um, never been really turned on by The Last of Us. No, again, another one. I've got it. I've never played it. Yeah, it's one of those games that everyone's been like raving about. Saying, oh my, you, well, Jacko raves about it constantly. Yeah. But um, yeah, never got it's, turned on for it. With regards to narrative, it is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, but at the same time... That's that. I always feel that as like a point of view. Yeah. And for me, zombies don't really kind of like turn me on like they used to. Maybe because they've been overdone, or maybe because I just don't find the threat. Yeah. I. You see, that's the kind of thing that I like about The Walking Dead was mm. that the. Um, and I'm, I know I'm a massive pussy when it comes to zombies. Let's <laughs> get the shit out of me. But um, like I've never watched the films. The films, the TV program, but I, I bought all the comics yeah. because like, I wanted to get behind the story. The story is amazing. Yeah, the story is not about the zombies. Oh, no, it's, it's about, about survival. It's about yeah. survival. It's about life after the apocalypse and how they can find harbor and how they develop a new society and move forwards. Um, and then Negan shows up and, and just wrecks the shit. And wrecks shit <laughs> up. Uh, I think I got as far as the um, war with the Whisperers and just kind of like dropped off from there yeah it's I always think something like The Walking Dead it has a shelf life in a sense yeah. that it's not meant to be a long running series you no. need to have a beginning middle and end it's not like every week you can bring in Monster of the Week ironically mm. and they fight it it's one that needs to kind of like come to an end a bit, a bit. yeah but uh, yeah probably those games didn't particularly click with me so there you so, go you didn't like Smash I didn't like I don't like I any games, games. Uh, they'll suck I hate games in general they just you know what? Just pansies. Yeah. Just horrible, horrible shit. Only nerdy people play games. Yeah. Mm. You nerds. <laughs> <laughs> We're to come around uh, your house and nick your lunch money now. Welcome to Pixel Prep. Prep. We respect your views. We'll talk about football. football. <laughs> I hear uh, Millwall's doing quite well this year. I don't know. <laughs> no, I laugh. Football. No, they're not. <laughs> they're fucking going circling the drain. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so, next question. Favourite retro game? I've already got to say, like, Game Over You Suck, this is an amazing assortion. I know, you pretty much came with a lot of questions. I'm so glad, because I was like, shit, I've got 45 (laughs) minutes before we're recording, I've really got to ask people what they want to talk to us about. Otherwise, we're going to have to go back to the Chewbacca question, debate that for a little bit longer. Favourite assortment of games? No, favourite retro game. Well, favourite retro game. Retro. Sorry, where did I get that from? Um, Now, retro, I always think, is a big, broad spectrum now. Okay. Because people these days consider something like PS2 to be retro. So no, I think not. we should say six bit, uh, 16-bit or 8-bit. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with... In your own time. I'd say I'm going to go with Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh, nice. Part 2. Ooh, even better. 
Because that was... It's weird, because um, that uh, was my first game on the Mega Drive, um, which my parents got for me, and I loved it. It was I remember it being more vibrant and colourful than the, the first one, yes. um, which my granddad got for me years and years and years and years and years ago. Um, and even though I've never completed two, and I have Really? Completed, yeah, I've never completed two, only because... I could beat um, Metal Sonic. You couldn't beat Robotnik. But it was Robotnik at the end. And Robotnik I, a, was a hard bitch to beat. This is it. As a kid, I was like, yeah, can't do it. But then, I, I could probably do it now. Yeah. I just haven't got time. Yeah. Because you, you know can't I mean? save it, you have to go straight through. This is it. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I, I remember the second one. I remember thinking that that was the one that I... Absolutely loved. I must admit, when it comes to retro, retro look and retro games, I'm up there with Sonic Two for yourself as well. Mm. Mainly because the zones seem more memorable to me. Yeah. So while Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles, which let's be honest, that was revolution, revolutionary, mm. plugging cartridges together to get a full oh game. Oh my god, Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, I do remember the zones way more in Sonic Two. Yeah. Oil Ocean Zone, uh, Mystic Cave. Which, mm -hmm. let's be honest. Memorable theme song. Yeah. And also Chemical Hill Zone. Uh, oh, Chemical Plant, Plant Zone. Zone. Chemical Plant Zone. Chemical Plant Zone. Fuck, it still freaks me out now. Like when you are underwater. Yeah, there's. Uh, do you know what? Getting through that absolutely killed me because I was constantly like. Oh my god! What if I can't make it? And then it, then it started kind of like with that high pitch, and like the the numbers started flashing on the screen. Like, oh fuck! I've got five seconds till I die. And then when you do die, because it does happen every now and again, yeah. Tails is there being really smug because he can't. He's the fucking Highlander. Seems to be that no matter how much you drown that fucker, he comes back. He comes back constantly. That fox just does not die. So favorite retro game, Sonic Two. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, that's it, done. There's something a bit cooler as well about the uh, Sonic games, how the way it looked in Pixel. Mm. I, I, I will say, as much as like Sonic 2 was like my favourite retro game, Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3 mm. changed their style ever so slightly. Yes, and they did. kind of like fatter characters, so his uh, Sonic's fists were kind of bigger. Yes. Um, and they were more ball-shaped. Um, knuckles were as well. They're like yeah, show his claws off you know and everything. I mean? Like his head was a little bit fatter. His body, like he just seemed a bit thicker throughout. And I, I quite like the style of him. So it was very cool. Take note, film producers. Which has been bumped back to Valentine's Day. Oh no! Are you going to take me to see that? I might. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I might. We, can, we can make a mandate. Of I watched it. Detective Pikachu. That was. Yeah, you said it was all right, didn't you? I liked it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It's it's not going to set the world on fire. It was a shit story, but in terms of bringing the world of Pokemon to life, it did a really good job. Well, what, I like to listen to Mark Kermo's reviews because his movie star is quite familiar with mine. Yeah. And he'd say that uh, Detective Pikachu has the title of being the best animated uh, movie based off a game, which he says sounds very very broad. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. It's not actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's right. It's probably the best animated movie based off a video game. Because it yeah. ain't got much competition. No, <laughs> at all. What's next? Next question. 
Favourite third-person shooter? I'm going to jump oh. straight into this and say Vanquish. What's Vanquish? Vanquish was a game on the PS3. It was done by Platinum Games, so yeah. already you know it's going to be balls-to-wall crazy. Yeah. Uh, what it was is, it's based on the future, pure B-movie as anything. So you play Sam, who's a DARPA agent, who's in this like exoskeleton suit. Is this the one where you jet along? And on like, your you knees. Slide on your knees, yeah. fucking... Power slide everywhere. I remember Vanquish. Yeah, you power slide your ass on your knees. You get into cover. You leap over it. Matrix mode happens. Click. Everything goes in slow motion. Take out all the robots. Land with style. Job's done. It was fucking amazing. I loved every second of that game. Uh, I'm going to go with... um, Fuck. Mass Effect 2. You know what other game gets a good nod from me? Mm-hmm. Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne. Yeah. I love that game. I, I also I want to jump back. That. I realised that it was an action RPG and may not be recognised as a shooter as such. Did it have shooter elements to it? It had shooting elements in it and that it was counts. third person. Yeah, that counts. And it was cover-based mechanics. Yeah. So, you know, so we're not deal with ch- it. <laughs> we're not going to chuck you in. Gears of War. No. I, I liked it. Yeah. What about Gears of War? Did you ever play that? No, never played that. I did. No, it doesn't beat no Vanquish, that's for sure. Excellent. Right, what's next? Next is... this. Is that, how many questions has Game Over You Suck given us? Five. Where are we up to? This is the fifth one. Okay. So the other two people only gave us one. You let us down, guys. <laughs> I like it. Game, Game Over You Suck's been like, huh, you've got 40 minutes and you've only just asked. You're poorly organised, <laughs> but I'm going to help you fuckers out. I'm going to absolutely rail you with questions <laughs> now. <laughs> Tell you what, game over, you suck. How's your back feeling? Because you're carrying this whole podcast tonight. <laughs> so his third, his fifth, sorry, his fifth question, bit of a mouthful. Would a choose-your-own-adventure Doom game be the world's first second-person shooter? I don't... Uh, yeah, you think about this. I don't know. Because I ain't got an answer for it. <laughs> you go for it. I do remember the... No, so I ain't got one. Oh, you um, not? <laughs> I do remember the Choose Your Own Adventure books, though. I'm just trying to figure out how the hell you made that into a Doom game. I I mean, I suppose, like, do you take the left route or do you take the right route? You would change it with how you disembowel a, a demon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose, obviously. Do you rip off his head or do you pull out his guts? Like, second person is just a very strange term because I've never given it any thought. First person makes sense. Third person makes sense. Yeah. Second person is... What exactly? Is it kind of like being a Sims, where you kind of like control it, but from a distance? So is it from third, is it kind of like a third position as such, but... You're not. You're, it's more immediate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's very weird. You confuse us there, game over, you suck. Yeah. But uh, so the, to the, answer your question, yes. We don't know. <laughs> Just go, yes. 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 The answer is yes. Yeah, you're right. We're going to treat you like that old drunk at the bar who keeps saying a lot of racist stuff we're not really mm. listening to. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 Yes. Mm. Yes, respect your views. Yeah. Yes, yes. But from far away. Way, way far away. Oh, seriously. But You're fucking racist. Yeah. So, m- moving on. Yeah. Who's on the next question from? Game Dad 7. How yes. are we doing, Game Dad? He's playing Days Gone, actually. Oh. Yeah. What so you two are a bug hunter. Yeah, you go on your bike and go on that mad journey across America with zombies. Where you fall into the tarmac because it's not properly patched. Although, if you do become Ghost Rider, fucking A. I know, right? <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> what is the question from Game Dad? How many Marios stacked up can equal one Luigi? Factors can be used. 
One and one third. Yeah. But that's only height-wise. Oh. Because in quality, you're going to have to get a million, Louis, a million Marios to make up one Luigi, because Luigi's the best. Fuck. Always. And then you've also got to think about volume, because Mario is fatter than Luigi. So I reckon if you stretched out Mario so that they were the same width, Mario would probably be taller. Yeah. So what we need to do is get Mario on a diet, and then chop a third off Mario, plonk it on top of him, and then bop, you've got your Luigi. Yeah. But Luigi's the best, always. 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 Do you ever play, um, was it uh, Paper, Paper Mario? No, I want to though. There was like, there was bits in that where Luigi kind of like got sent off, and he always came back with the most outlandish stories ever. And you were kind of want to play those adventures. <laughs> See, I would, I could quite happily play a Paper Mario because like those are the RPG versions, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I could get behind that shit. Yeah. So Luigi always go on these like mad adventures. You never would see him. Just like, he would just tell you about him. So he'd be like, yeah, I just went over there and saved the planet, and you know, got this massive, you know bullet bob thing to help me out and I'm like, wow I want to do that well you can't <laughs> yeah because you're Mario I do like it because like it's always a description of these things that happen in Mario mm. games but like Luigi's off having these adventures yeah. so it's like oh I just went into this mansion and ended up hoovering up a load of ghosts I'm like oh wow tell us more I can in this GameCube game, game. <laughs> Luigi's mansion <laughs> <laughs> I am the most inept Ghostbuster ever so that's that's that? That's our questions, unless, give me just one second, if I hit your Twitter feed and see if anyone's dropped us anything else. See, we're doing this for reals now, people. We are, like, live. Yeah, so go on, then. So what have we got? Um, oh, wait, no, we got another one. Oh, my God. Shit the bed. Yes. Yes. Tessakura. Right, so what's he say? Um, just saw this. Thank you, because we just saw this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what DOS video game characters would you love to see in a fighting game or Mario Kart game? It's DOS. DOS it. Oh, yeah. I forgot you weren't a PC gamer. No, help me out. Yeah. PC gaming, then. Okay. So your games like your Monkey Islands, your Full Throttles, your Dooms, and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. You're fucking nerds. Oh, yeah. Tell you what. Although, <laughs> I saying don't... that, I would love to see Guybrush Streetwood in a fighting game. Okay. That would be yeah. fucking awesome. And also, just to make it even more bizarre, do Marine in Mario Kart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. I'll give you that. That's, that sounds like fun. So you know how all the um, other characters have like mushrooms and little banana skins as power-ups? Yeah. He has a fucking chainsaw attached to the front of his cart and just kind of like yeah. drills into Bowser. Shops him fucker in half. All right. So that's one I'd do. Guybrush Streetwood in... Um, a fighting game just because he'd be so crap at it and that'd be hilarious to watch. He'll be like flopping on the ground. Um, what else? What else? DOS games. I used to have a whole bunch of DOS games I did because DOS used to be that really weird programming where it was a fingers crossed moment. If you didn't have, you know, if your computer wasn't having a good day, it would not play any games. Mm. So you could have all the requirements that were required for a game in your PC. Yeah, sometimes it just did not happen. See, I'm, I'm getting really annoyed because I'm sat here looking at my Twitter feed, bearing in mind that I I sort out the... Uh, yeah, you're the organised one out of the three of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy that basically runs the page. Yeah. So when I go quick, I've left it way late, but give me great questions for idiots. I'm the guy organising that. I can see there's four comments, but and then, there's only one showing up. But you can't see them. 
fucking Twitter. Yeah. I have to look into that. <laughs> so I'm really sorry, guys, but I'm really glad. So uh, let's just do the shout out. What is the gamer tag for, um, is it Sakura? Uh, yeah. I'm assuming the T is silent. Well, not today, it's not. Okay. We're calling you Tusakura. Let's. Hang on. I've uh, got the gaming tag. Sorry. I don't want to leave Tasura Wamiyi. That's odd. I'm going to bring it up for you. I'm going to fucking kill that. I'm going to bring it up for you to pronounce. Okay. So. There you go. It's right there for you. It is at T S A K U R A W A T A A M E. And if I was a gambling man, I would say the pronunciation of that is uh, Sakura Watame. Weeaboo. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, in my, I, it's just how I would... Pronounce it. It's just how I would try to pronounce it if, if I had no context. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I'm the guy. Like, I've re- recently taken over um, another job role at my work. And another this one. Customer, you know, <laughs> this customer came in to see me, and she was like, Hi, uh, I'm here to say, to see Craig... Brutal? <laughs> All right, motherfuckers. There isn't. There's only one O. There are two D's. I don't know how you say odd, like, but it's it's spelt the same. O D D. It's odd. It's broad. Broad dull. Maybe. That's all it is. Not brutal. I'm kind of fucked up. Like, oh look, it's a poodle. P O D D L E. That's not poodle. That's a poddle. Hi, I'm you here. Fucking idiot. I'm here to see Craig. Brutal. I do think his surname's a bit ood. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how That's it feels. Much, yeah. You motherfuckers need to learn. Oh. Hey, I get my surname said all sorts of different ways. Singer, stringer. Sometimes you just even look at it and go, I don't know how to begin with that. Like, oh, well, that's your problem, not me. So, yes, DOS characters. Guybrush Streetwood and Fighting, Doom Marine and Mario Kart. Uh, probably the bloke from Broken Sword in... A f- oh, in a yeah. fighting game to go against Guybrush Threepwood because watching those two fight against each other <laughs> would be just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Loom in Mario Kart. Who's Loom? Loom is a character from an old uh, LucasArts game where you used yeah. to have to play notes to make things happen. Oh, okay. So to open doors, you have to play like magic spells and stuff like that. Like Another one I'd like to see like make a little um, little musical thing happen and just completely fuck over all the uh, racetracks. So, like, play a, play a song, big hole opens up, all the Mario characters go in, and do Marine and Loom just kind of, like, drive along together cool. and have tea parties. Right. So, there we go. Those are our great questions for idiots. We're going to take a very quick break, come back with the news, and then we're going to play a game. See you in a sec. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. And animals, we're back. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to leave the bits where I fuck up the recording in place so that they know where I fucked up. We pretty much do. It's called the podcast. So, ah, <laughs> damn. So let's talk about the news, motherfuckers. What, what's coming on? Oh, yes, I saw this one. I'm yeah. doing my little trek through shit. I've not got a lot. I've only got three uh, points that I really want to kind of touch on today. Okay, keep, you do that. I'll grab a beer. Um, I keep looking for decent things that happen within the UK and there's nothing, nothing as good as that Shropshire Star bit. That, that's broke me. The fact that we haven't got anything <laughs> kills me. Although um, that's a um, bit at the wedding that you were up to in that Comic Con. That MCon, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quite good, that. 
but this comes by way of Polygon. Gaming disorder officially on the World Health Organization's list of diseases. Isn't that going to happen in 2020, though? 2022, I mean. Uh, well, let me take you through it. So, World Health Organization today adopted a revision of the International Statistical Classification of Diseases and Rental uh, Related Health Problems. And that includes, for the first time, gaming disorder, which is considered an addictive behaviour disorder. Which is true. You get, you've got addicted so, to games, haven't you? Let's, well, mm. I know I have. It's yes and no, but let's, well, let's kind of run through this first. So, gaming disorder is listed after gambling disorder in ICD-11 and uses that disorder's language almost word for word replacing gambling with gaming. Gambling disorder was formerly pathological gambling in ICD-10, which the, uh, the WHO ratified in 1990. The text of ICD-11 was finalised a year ago. Today's action at the 72nd World Health Assembly was its formal adopting. The revision takes effect with January 1st, 2022. So yes, you're right. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. International oh, Classification of Diseases is a system for classifying diseases and disorders for purposes of ep Oh my word. Oh, it's so a long I, word. It's a, it's help a me big because I, I don't know how to quite pronounce it. Yeah, like how so good with uh, Sakura's name. This is it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to get Siri to help me out. Are you ready? Go for it. Epidemiological. Epidemiological. Thank you, Siri. Epidemiological. 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 Epidemiological research. <laughs> Drop the base. <laughs> healthcare management and billing and clinical treatment. It has a chapter set aside for mental, behavioural or neurodevelopmental disorders. And you see, I can read neurodevelopmental disorders, yeah. but I can't read epidemiological. Insane in the membrane. Where gaming disorder is listed. Uh, its language calls gaming disorder a pattern or persistent or sorry, recurrent gaming behaviour, i.e. digital gaming or video gaming, which may be online, i.e. over the internet, or offline. Those with gaming disorder may show impaired control over gaming, increasing priority given to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities, and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. Like getting fat and being unhealthy. Hi. <laughs> I may have a gaming disorder you come climb with me you're fine um, quote the WHO is an esteemed organisation and its guidance needs to be based on regular inclusive and transparent reviews backed by independent experts a statement said gaming disorder is not based on sufficiently robust evidence to justify its inclusion in one of the WHO's most important norm setting tools they really need to rename their name the Who, because every yeah. time you say the Who, I got the band in my head, and I'm liking to think that they're actually helping gaming disorder. It's interesting. It is because I can understand this to a certain degree. I can understand game addiction more now with it going online rather than back in the day when we used to play our Mega Drives. Yeah, mainly because when we used to do gaming, uh, it was still a fresh new thing, and our parents would basically just take it off us and chuck us outside. Yeah, these days. For some reason, parents don't do that shit anymore. Yeah, which sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? I must, I'm not a parent myself, but one thing that does kind of like wind me up a little bit is when I see parents give their kids like iPads and tablets to um, 
pacify them in cafes. Mm. And I'm like, just engage with your kid or give them a book or give them a piece of paper to get creative with or yeah. draw. But then again, that's just me. I used to draw like shitloads as a child. So, yeah. That is, I, I do think it is it's basically the easy version of Jamming your keys in front of a kid. Yeah, that's yeah. basically all it is. It's so, a distraction. It's interesting. I can understand gaming disorder to a certain degree. I can understand it better now than I could say a year ago because oh, yeah. I've had more time to kind of consider it because this isn't the first time we've seen gaming disorder brought up. But well, I can understand it because I can get I can get hooked on games. Yeah, you can get hooked on games yourself, can't you? Of course we can. Yeah, but uh, I never said get one hooked online. Never said I actually need to like dash home and play on a game. No. I've wanted to dash home and play on a game. Yeah, it's only because our job sucked, though. Because I get enjoyment out of it, but then I wanted to dash home and watch the final episode of Game of Thrones the other night. True. That, true that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and regardless of your thoughts on Game of Thrones, that was because it's been a long 10-year journey, and I've been there from start to finish. I wanted to see how it ended. Yeah. So, so fuck you guys wanted it being remade. Next up, this comes from WCCF Tech. President Trump is being a dick. Shocker. Let me tell you more about it. Games consoles are included in the USTR's official document of proposed products for Trump's extra 25% tax. And I'm going to kick you off with a cough. <coughs> there you go. That's your story. That's your story. <laughs> Moving Let's get on. into it. So no, I'm just going to read you a little bit. I'm not going to get massively into it because it is breaking down huge bits that may not be applicable for all because I don't know how many American listeners we have. Probably zero. But same, just be aware. Same number as our new normal listeners. Zero. The next chapter in Trump's trade war against China that's been going on for over a year may soon affect fans of game consoles too. A few days ago, the Office of the United States Trade Representative, the USTR, published a document that is essentially a huge list of proposed products in danger of incurring an additional 25, up to 25% uh, tax. President Donald Trump wants to impose the goods imported from China. Uh, these include video game consoles, controllers, and even coin or token-operated uh, arcade machines. We've highlighted the relevant products below so you don't have to read all of the massive documents. So... Uh, Here's just a couple here. I'm going to pick out two. Um, 9504.50.00. Video game consoles and machines other than those of heading 9504.30. Keep going. Uh, Keep going. So there you go. That's all right. Um, that particular bit relates to coin or token operated games for arcade, table or parlor other than bowling alley equipment. Um, and parts and accessories of it's it's the normal bullshit document jargon that you get in there but basically it breaks down to this needless to say it wouldn't be good for new uh, new good news for us gamers next year likely during the fall season microsoft and sony will push their next generation consoles which could be priced between $399 to $499, and the additional tax of up to 25% in sales wouldn't help. Just to clarify, if you have to pay $400 on that, an additional 25% will put you up by $100. So that's $500. That's all right. You know what it means, don't you? Sony and Microsoft will get their stuff made in Bangladesh rather than China. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. Uh, in case you're wondering, Microsoft should be affected as well, even if it is headquartered in the United States, 
as we all know. That's because the Xbox consoles, apart from the original that was made in Mexico, have been produced in China for two generations now. Yeah, so all they did is transfer the factory across to another factory. Yeah. Just to avoid the trade tax. It would be the best way forward. Yeah. So, moving on. So that's that. That's uh, that's what I've got there. Next, again from Polygon, anti-loot box bill could radically change how video games are sold. U.S. senators propose strict rules on pay-to-win microtransactions and loot boxes. I thought I was Nicholas Cage in that picture first. It's no, not. that is a guy called Mr. Hawley. That's yeah. Senator Josh Hawley, who introduced legislation targeting pay-to-win and loot box transactions. <coughs> Excuse me. Right. Democratic and Republican senators can hardly agree on what to order for lunch, but as of Thursday, <laughs> they, I know, right? They <laughs> seem to agree that the video game industry requires additional government oversight. Proposed legislation could ban loot boxes and other kinds of microtransactions from, sorry, and its co-sponsors from. Oh, motherfucker! Don't you just hate it, guys? When you're trying to read and you can't quite get it. I've been up since 5 a.m. today. I am absolutely shattered. Let me try this shit again. Go on, try it again one more time before I give it a Proposed legislation could ban loot boxes and other kinds of microtransactions and its co-sponsors include members from both major parties. The devil is in the details, of course, and the bill itself could have far-reaching implications for the game industry. The full text of the proposed bill is available online. I suggest you go to polygon.com, have a look at this yourself, because there is a hyperlink there. You can check it out from there. But we'll carry on. Its intention is to regulate certain pay-to-win microtransactions and the sale of loot boxes. In order to do so, it first has to define what those things are. According to the proposed bill, a pay-to-win microtransaction means an add-on transaction to an interactive digital entertainment product that eases a user's progression through content otherwise available within the game without the purchase of such transaction, assists a user in accomplishing an achievement within the game that can otherwise be accomplished without the purchase of such transaction. For some reason, that seems to repeat twice. In other words, you get yourself your own easy mode. Yeah. Assists a user in receiving an award associated with the game that is otherwise available in association with the game without the purchase of such transaction, or permits a user to continue to access content of the game that had previously been accessible to the user but has been made inaccessible after the expiration of a timer or a number of gameplay attempts, or with respect to an interactive digital entertainment product from the perspective of a reasonable user of the product is a gaming feature competition with other users provides a user with competitive advantage with respect to the game's competitive aspects over users who do not make such a transaction. Fuck! Man, you got through that fast. Talk about jargon! Yeah. So basically, you get to buy your own chicken hat mode. But these guidelines, as written, leave a lot to interpretation. Oh, God, no. Would it call into question selling experience point boosters in games like Anthem, Destiny 2, and World of Tanks? Don't they do that in um, Assassin's Creed as well? I don't know. Like an a, um, experience booster. <coughs> I can't honestly recall. But I, I can... I, I, mean, I would probably say yes, but... 
Ubisoft, Ubi, Ubi of course he did. Um, <laughs> what about the practice of selling access to characters in Mortal Kombat 11 and Apex Legends, and even new champions in League of Legends? Uh, do we get to the point where somewhere in the future senators are arguing whether or not a particular weapon or perk is overpowered and should not be for sale? Well, yeah. Uh, loot boxes are somewhat more narrowly defined. An add-on transaction that, in a randomised or partially randomised fashion, unlocks a feature of the product. It adds, or to, sorry, adds to or enhances the entertainment value of the product. Uh, or it allows the user to make one or more additional add-on transactions that the user would not have had without making the first add-on transaction, or the content of which is unknown to the user until after the user has made the first add-on transaction. Which is pretty fucking clear, Yeah. to be fair. Um, so there is lots to be taken in there. I would genuinely suggest that you go over to polygon.com. Check it out. It is titled Anti-Loot Box Bill Could Radically Change How Video Games Are Sold. Whilst this is US-based, you've got to think about the US-based developers and publishers uh, that we enjoy here in the UK or all around the world that could then be affected by this because they're not going to develop different SKUs of games to then put across the different countries. It's going to be centrally made and then published and developed out to, uh, delivered out to all over the world. Yeah. So this is going to have a bit of an impact on the entire gaming industry, not just the Americans. So there you go. Moving on. Moving on. That's it. I'm done. No more news. I have. I've got uh, the list of games that are going to be at E3. Oh, we're going to so, rate these good, bad, or eh. Yeah, pretty much all the way through. So... According to IGN, at the moment this is the list of confirmed games at E3. Okay. Some have got me a little bit uh, eyebrow raising because they're already out. But hey ho, we'll go through them anyway. Okay. Go. So if we don't know them, we're going to be like very, very like me about. So the first one we probably don't know about is a ground nah. PC game. So we don't know about that. Don't know. Moving on. Anthem. Uh. Eh. Yeah. No. Apex Legend. What? Yeah. These are the ones that have been confirmed at E3. For this E3? For this E3, yeah, 2019. So, holy shit, look yeah. at that. I know, yeah. Uh, so I think these are just games that have been there for people to play. Maybe they're getting updates and things yeah. like that, yeah. So it might be just there, so, you know, exposure. So Apex Legend, are interested? Mm, I've got it. I didn't do anything with it. So that's a big no right there. Yeah. Uh, Aria and the Secret of the Seasons. Um, eh. That was that, isn't that? Are we the one with? Oh no, I'm thinking of Aurea, aren't I? Um, Battlefield Five or Yay! V? No, no, bad, never told the slightest. Faster. Bear with me, the Lost Robots. Yes, love that title. Don't know what it's about, but I love it. Sadly, for you, it's going to be a PC exclusive. Okay. Yeah, this one on band is not. It's for everyone. B Simulator. Yes. A thousand times yes. Next. We need more simulators. Uh, Black Desert Online. No. I do know these games only from YouTube. But I've never played them. I don't know what it is. No, it's like an RPG. Oh, okay. Yeah. Faster. Borderlands 3. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> don't even think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the title. Oh, right. That's the thing. Don't even think. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, never heard of it. It's apparently a PS4 and PC game. Keep going. Faster. Doom Eternal. Yes, no. come on, it's Doom, and it's the batshit crazy Doom. That's going to be awesome. Dying Light 2. No. Yeah, same with you. Farmer's Dynasty. 
Yes. Fuck yeah. Um, FIFA 20. No. No. We don't like football. Do I have gamers. to have played the previous 19 to understand this? You need to go all the way back to the first Mega Drive game I to get it. Really so I nabbed that from someone that made that joke <laughs> on Twitter and I cannot remember who it was. I can't give you proper credit, but it was not me and I'm not taking credit for you it. You know what? I'm kind of hoping they do like a Call of Duty and Battlefield type thing with FIFA where they just kind of like jump into the future. <laughs> so you've got like um, Speedball or something like that. Next. Halo Infinity. No. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Uh, Lost Worlds. Sorry, Lost Words, sorry. Lost Words Beyond the Page. Uh, no. That actually sounds quite interesting, but I would need to see something about it. Uh-huh. Madden. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Oh. Uh, you know no. what? I'm slightly intrigued by that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say eh, because yeah. I'm not... Mm, I'm not saying no, but I didn't play Monster Hunter World. Yeah, so. but it's the add-on for it. Yeah. So it's a massive expansion set. Yeah. I must admit, it has got me intrigued, because I do kind of want to play Monster World, but I'm not very much an online person. And this is where you've got to get like a group of people together to take down a big-ass dragon. Okay. So, uh, Overpass. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Whatever. Paranoia. Happiness is mandatory. Oh, wait. But, man, that sounds like something they would put on our workplace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're I, happy to work here. That, that sounds like a like a psychological horror thriller. Exactly kind of thing. right. I'm up for that. Yeah. yeah. Planet Zoo. No. It's kind of like um, I think it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but with zoos. No. Oh, you set the lions on the kids. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, that got your yeah, page. Yeah. Mind. Yeah. Next. Psychonauts two. No. Yes. Rage Realm. No. No wonder we don't know about this one. It's ice. It's a mobile game. What? Yeah. ICO Android. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Relic Hunters. No. The Rift Breaker. No. Scavengers. No. Skatebird. What? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Birds on skates. Yeah. Sorry, that's PS. That's for PC. Okay. The Sims Four. No. What? Don't you want to like kill people in a swim bath again? Yeah, but I can do that on. You can do that. In, you can do that at work. I can do that at work. Yeah. <laughs> the Sinking City. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, tried for the Nightmare Prince. No, I've heard of those games. Trying games. Yeah, yeah. didn't realize that was such a big thing. Uh, Starstruck. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. We haven't heard of it. Sod it. Uh, Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order. No. <laughs> yeah, I need to see some gameplay before I get excited about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Uh, Stranger Things three, the game, which is quite amusing because the series hasn't been released yet. No, I. Mm, yeah, maybe. Mm. Super Mario Maker 2. Um, yeah. You get Luigi in that, and Luigi's the best. I'm kind of looking forward to that, because there's going to be different things available, and it'll be Mario games made by user content. And some yeah. of it's going to be shit, some of it's not going to be accessible, and some of it's going to be amazing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Trials of Cold Steel 3. I didn't know there was two other games before it. Trials of Cold Steel? Yeah. Mate, there are loads of games. I know, I've noticed that. Um, we've got our friend on Twitter um, and I cannot remember his handle I think it's Diadect um, he's absolutely brilliant and he is loving it and our friend uh, Mike aka Brew Pounder I do like Brew Pounder he's also a big fan of it so yeah no, they're definitely a big thing well, I'll be excited for that then uh, Wasteland 3 okay whatever yeah Wave Break uh, nope this, this, this title's brilliant Werewolf The Apocalypse Earthblood 
Yes. That is like... There's every... so many exciting things happening in that one title. That's like a puke of a teenager just reading the Twilight book. I know, that's what I want. WRC8. Oh, what, World, World Rally Championships? Oh, that's what it means. Oh, no. I'm glad you knew that. Okay. Uh, these are the rumoured ones. Okay, after, yeah, rumours. After party. Yes. Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. What the fuck yes. is that title? That's that's people that's people fucking constantly on your console screen Fuck yeah. until you get to present day. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing, 2019. Yes. The Avengers Project. No. no. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Whatever. Maybe. Control. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, it's, yeah. um, I've seen a little bit of it. It's it looks kind of cool. I'll be up for that. Darkborn. Yeah, whatever. The Elder Scrolls Blades. I no. That came, I thought that came out. No. Final Fantasy VII Remake. <sighs> whatever. That's up there with Beyond Good and Evil, to be honest. When it comes out, let us know. Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Never been a Fire Emblem fan. I don't, no, I mean I don't know what it's about. This is a weird one. Rumoured games at E3, Fortnite. Now... Correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't it been out for like fucking ever? Yeah, but they do seasons, so maybe oh, it's doing a big promo nice. on its new season. Okay. Next. Um, from Software, collaboration with Georgie R.R. R. Martin. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with eh, yeah. because I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what it is about. Probably Dark Souls, which I love, but I just, the whole nice thing about Dark Souls is that Story yeah, that hides behind it. What if you had a Dark Souls esque uh, Game of Thrones game? Yeah, but I'd, that'd be cool with that. The, the thing is, Georgie is quite good at doing dialogue between characters, mm. um, and Dark Souls doesn't have that. So. No, but there's no reason it can't develop into. I mean, you say that, yeah, Dark Souls doesn't, but Sekiro does. Yeah, this is very true. So, be interested to see what they come up with. But like next. I say, need to see it. Gears 5, as in no. Gears of War. No. Gears Pop. No. Gears Tactic. No. I know Gears Tactic. That is basically XCOM with a Gears skin. No. <laughs> and I love Gears. I loved XCOM. Hate Gears. Uh, Ori, The Wheel of the Wisps. Oh, I don't know. No? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. You don't know. You don't care. Next. You're not going to play it anyway. It's for Xbox and PC. I love it. This is basically just a segment for you guys to scream at your phones while go, we talk about go, it. Why are you saying this about our favourite games? Outer Wilds. Uh, no. Yes. Uh, the Outer Worlds. Yes and no. Tom Clancy goes recall breakpoint. No, no, and definitely no. Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. No. Oh yeah. 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 If they do a remake of that, I'm happy with that. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon oh, Shield. No. Skull and Bones. Yes. Maybe. But Wolfenstein Young Blood. Oh, that's the, that's the new one that we've seen advertised, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll be up for another Wolfenstein game. Is the, is the young blood the one with the two girls? I think so. Yeah, it's like the new. Because Far Cry have done that shit as well, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, Far Cry did the, new, the girls for was it? They were bad guys for the expansion set. I think yeah. New Blood is you play the new you play the young girls. Right. Maybe okay. like BJ's granddaughters or some shit like that. We're gonna jump off for a second, come right back, and then we're gonna give you the toughest PlayStation quiz. Fuck yeah. And we're back, motherfuckers. Right, so... Word. I recently went and picked uh, PlayStation Official Magazine the other day. Yes, I know it is massively biased towards PlayStation, but within it came the toughest quiz book ever. Not so, like that. 
weak source GameSpot quiz we did last week. I figured you could join in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through the questions and then we're going to run through the answers afterwards and determine how well you got on. Yes. So you guys get to play and then yes. we get to play here. Slinger, are you up for this shit? You ready? I have got my knowledge cap on. I've got my big boy pants on. I am ready for this. So, do you know who David Hayter was? Yes, he's a voice of Solid Snake. Okay, so that is the piss-easy, weak-source kind of question we're not getting. Oh, Instead, damn it. which superhero film did Solid Snake voice actor David Hayter co-write? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Shit, repeat that for us. Which superhero film did Solid Snake voice actor David Hayter co-write? X-Men. Okay. X-Men. We're saying X-Men. Let me get my little pen out. I'm yeah, going to write that down. Write this down. Yeah. Number one, X-Men. X-Men. Yeah. Right. Number two, who voiced the female Commander Shepard in Mass Effect and Naomi Hunter in Metal Gear Solid 4? You might know this one because you know Mass Effect. I, I don't know this. I don't know this either. I don't know, I don't know who voiced Naomi Hunter. Okay. Um, shall we call her... Um, let's go for uh, Eleanor Scudder. Eleanor Scudder. Can't believe I'm writing this down because it's a made-up name. It's not going to be a thing. Actually, it's not. It's from a girl I used to know in secondary school. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hi, Eleanor. <laughs> I doubt she's listening to us now. Number three. Who is the lead character designer on Metal Gear Solid and Zone of the Enders? Oh, God. I know his first name, but I don't know his second name. I think I actually don't know how to pronounce his name, so I can see it. Try and Try and spell it out for me. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's no, a fucking no Japanese name. Come on. I'm not putting Japanese <laughs> name down as your answer. Um, Yoi something or other. I can see it, but I cannot pronounce it. Yori or Yoi. Yeah, let's go with that. Something. Someone's going to be screaming at me now saying, that is not how you pronounce it, yeah. you twat. Uh, and what did Raiden do in the artist's first draft design? Wait, what? So in the first draft design, yeah. what did Raiden do? In what way? Uh, I don't know. So it was, who is the lead character designer yeah. for Metal Gear Solid and Zone of the Ants? Yeah. And what did Raiden do in this artist's first draft design? I don't know. Drink a cup of coffee? So Hold stand there looking with his sword? Coffee. Uh, can you name one of the games Metal Gear Solid's Psycho Mantis will recognise game saves from? I, oh, shit. That's from PS, weren't it? Yeah. Because I was going to go for... Because I played the Twin Snakes version. And I know of that they do read something like Mario Sunshine. But since this is a Konami game, I reckon Castlevania would be one of them. Castlevania. And let's go for even more points. Symphony of the Night. Uh, okay. So Symphony of the Night in brackets. Yep. There we are. Uh, right. So I'm only going to give you the first ten because we've got places to be. Yes. But these are rock hard. How did Hideo, Hideo Kojima design many of the original Metal Gear Solid levels? Wait, what? So how did Hideo... Hideo why am I struggling with his name? Hideo, how did Hideo Kojima design many of the original Metal Gear Solid levels? Lego layout. Lego layout. Yeah. Cool. Uh, number seven. In which Hideo Kojima game did MGS4's Metal Gear Mark II first appear? Um, shooter or yes, psycho police knots, police knots, police knots, police knots. I think it was okay. Number eight, 
What's pervy about Snake's counsellor, Rosemary, in Metal Gear Solid 4? <laughs> what was that again? Sorry, I spoke What's over that. What's pervy about Snake's counsellor, Rosemary, in Metal Gear Solid 4? Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, I know that she's meant to be hooked. She's meant to be hooked up with Campbell, isn't she, in Metal Gear Solid 4? Yeah. I wouldn't call that pervy. I just say she likes older it's men. Weird. But it's also a cover as well, so that people don't go after her because Ryland become a cyborg. Um, you know what? I don't know because it's been so long since I played Solid Four. Okay, uh, probably blanked it out of my mind. Number nine. How do Metal Gear Solid development teams cameo in the games? What? Sorry. How do Metal Gear Solid development teams cameo in the games? Well, Hideo Kojima just puts himself in them. He he did, but I'm fairly certain. Dog tags. Dog tags. Yeah. Dog tags in two. Uh, he just blatantly put himself in Ground Zeroes and Five. And the last one of this particular round, bearing in mind that there are 24 questions in total, oh, we're, we're not going to do them all this week. Which game holds the world record for the longest single cutscene? Four. I think it's four. And that'll be the ending. Uh, I'm fairly certain there's a bit where like they're kind of like running around like all these army men getting yeah. ready to do some kind of shootings and stuff. It's like a split screen thing, isn't it? So. Okay, hit me with the answers. Uh, Let's see how good I am. So. <laughs> what did he co-write? It was X-Men 2. Close. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you that. That was that was quite good, wasn't it? Though? I admit that. You're impressed um, by that. It was Jennifer Hale. Oh, so close. Yeah. You never, not, not Eleanor Scott. Not, <laughs> it turns out that was wrong. Um, so it was Yoji Shinkawa. Close. So you, you were, I could see where you were coming from. Yeah. So yeah, it was close. Um, cup of coffee was not correct. So this was just to recap. What did Ryden do in this artist's first draft design? Uh, it was crawled like Spider Man and licked bird droppings. You know what? I'm never going to get that, was I? <laughs> um, so yeah, you weren't ever going to get that. So cup of coffee was wrong. Castlevania yeah. and Symphony of the Night was on there, yes. along with Suikoden, uh Vandal Hearts, and Azure Dreams. Not Ape Escape. No. Mm. Um, number six, he mapped them out using Lego. Yes, I remember that because they mapped out the uh, the big tanker. In number seven, um, in which Hideo Kojima game did MGS4's Metal Gear Mark II first appear? The answer is 1998's Snatcher. Ah. Oh. I knew it was one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2.8. 2. What's pervy about Snake's Counselor Rosemary Metal Gear Solid 4? Her chest jiggles if you shake the controller. I never did that. <laughs> well, now you will. <laughs> now you'll go back and play it. So you know what? I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid 4 now. I just need to see this. I need um, to. Oh, no. The reasons. Up. How do they uh, cameo in the games, the development team, as ghosts in a photograph? Shit, I think I remember that. Was that from three or two? Uh, that was. That must have been from three. Yeah, because I remember because had the sorrow, didn't it? In three. Yeah, the sorrow. And then it was MGS four <laughs> for the longest cutscene that holds the world record at seventy one minutes. Fuck off. Fuck off. No way. Over an hour. Yeah. Shit. So bearing in mind, this is the toughest PlayStation quiz book ever. You know what? I'm giving four out of ten on that. That's a pretty solid fucking go. Yeah, tell you what, that, that lived up to its name. So, that brings us to the end of yet another 
nail-biting motherfucker of an episode. I'm really hoping that you enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening once again. If you're a fan, please make sure that you've subscribed and you've rated the show. Go on further and share with your friends and followers if you like us. Please do. Until next time, we are Pixel Prep. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, people. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What's, your, what's your handle to follow us? On me? Yes, what's uh, your Twitter handle? Okay, I'm at uh, Rodney Broddle. You are? At Chris Slinger. And otherwise you can just follow the main page, which is at pixel underscore prep. If you're listening to this, you already follow it. Thanks. Uh, I think we've just gone and hit 253 followers. Woo! Thank you very much. But yeah, we've got to go. So we love you. Bye. Bye. To your Pipsky. Bye.